Welcome to Code Red Talk with Lady Narlene McLaughlin. What is Code Red? Glad you asked. It is building a culture of debt elimination through spiritual renewal, education, and discipline. This podcast aims to help you shift your finances and improve your physical and spiritual health. Listen closely as Lady Narlene gives you the tools needed to break cycles and put us on the right path to success. We invite you to lean in, listen up, and take notes as we dive into the Code Red Talk with Lady Narlene. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, podcast audience. <laughs> How y'all doing out there? That's that's what we need to be, yeah. be checking in on. Yeah. We've given you a lot to think about and to to ponder and prayerfully to apply mm-hmm. yeah it's this yeah. this has been a pretty jam-packed even this season we've got a lot to do yeah <laughs> there's a lot that needs to be done yes yeah. and so today i think the the fun part of this topic right we're talking about self-care is, you know, a lot of times when we put things into action, sometimes we want to, you know, throw their hands up and go, okay, I need, I need a me day, I need a spa day, mm-hmm. I need to, I need to relax, I've earned it. But I think, I do think that the Bible does speak to self care. I think the world has a pretty clear perspective, I think very differing perspectives. So on one hand, you've got like the health agencies talking about your ability to just care for yourself independently. Mm-hmm. But then you have this new age thought of, you know, I'm going to take my weekend and close the drapes and burn my sage and get my crystals out and, and meditate. And that's self care. And as believers, I don't think we ascribe to either of those mm. particularly. So I think that's a good topic for us to talk about today. Yeah, it is because unfortunately we are so misguided, so easily misguided and misled mm-hmm. again, according to the, the wilds and the ways of this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything smells good, looks good, feel good. We kind of assume that it's good for us, yep. you know, and that's, that's definitely not the case. Not the case. Yeah. More often than not, it's, it's not the case. Yeah. If it smells good, looks good, feels good, Inspect most it. likely it probably ain't gone. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Inspect so, it a little yeah, closer. Yeah. Really pray over that. <laughs> pray thing. over it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it is an area that um, it's not so much that you owe yourself a day of relaxation, no, as a good steward of this body that God has given us, yes, you owe it to God to take care of this physical body, this emotional body, this spiritual being. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're a three part uh, being, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. all of those parts need to be healthy and whole mm-hmm. if we're going to be effective in doing what it is God has called us to do. So, mm-hmm. self care is not something an option; it's something that's mandated by God. He tells us to be good stewards of these bodies, of these temples. Yeah. Having self-care is a part of stewardship. I don't, you know, I didn't grow up describing that or or seeing that or hearing that, right? It was, okay, well, you're going to serve and, you know, till, till you fall out. And so that's, that's not right either. And, and unfortunately churches, Propagate that, especially for singles, because they'll say, "Just stay busy, stay busy, See, just go to church, work in church." To say that, but well, it's so it's, true, it's, absolutely. And <laughs> they is. work you like field slaves, thinking that's going to keep mm-hmm. you from sinning. Mm-hmm. But you're sinning now against your body because you're not getting the self care that you need yeah. to take care of that body. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, yeah, we we as a, a church need to repent. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and to a lot of young people and to ourselves as well, mm-hmm. uh, we worked our fingers to the bone trying to serve around the church and serve others mm-hmm. where we're not really effectively serving God because we're so emotionally taxed, spiritually taxed, physically taxed, financially broke, yeah. you know. We can't the give busyness. God our best. Yeah. 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 I saw a really good um, definition of self-care that I liked. It was self-care can be described as being mindful of your own limits and needs so that you can ensure that your own physical, emotional, mental well-being um, is is taken care of. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, the Bible tells us to, to steward our bodies as well. And Absolutely. so if you're running ragged or you're, you know, stressed, that's not taking care of the temple that God gave us to steward. There are so many opportunities every day to be a blessing to others, mm-hmm. uh, be it just through a word of comfort, um, you know, just a prayer, uh, just whatever people's needs are. We're supposed to, Bishop often says it like, we're supposed to bump into people and see what their needs are, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, but if we're not ready because we're stressed and taxed and, misfocused and everything mm-hmm. else, then how are we going to avail ourselves to meet their needs? Yep. Uh, it's interesting. It was an interesting passage in Mark chapter 6 when Jesus was out doing what Jesus did. He mm-hmm. healed the sick, laid hands on people, cast out demons, all this stuff. And the crowds, of course, were with him. Mm-hmm. And they were just following him around, doing ministry or just being around ministry, you know. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, no, you guys need to come aside and rest with me. Mm-hmm. Now, here's Jesus himself saying, I'm tired. I know I need to rest. Mm -hmm. And I want you to come aside as well and rest with me. Mm -hmm. And so we can't get so caught up in ministry and so enamored by ministry Mm -hmm. uh, that every time the door opens, I got to be there. And every time this happens, I got to be there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're not taking the time to pull away Mm -hmm. and rest with him. Mm -hmm. And so it's very, very, very critical that we understand that. You have to take care of every part of your being, physically, spiritually, emotionally, in order to be effective in doing what it is he's called you to do. Yeah, that's really powerful. Um, I'm I'm going to throw a quick question in right here because I think this is a a good place to to kick it. how do you incorporate the concept of self-care in in your in your life whether it's you know daily or a prescribed amount of time I have always been the type that valued sleep I I okay. think naps are of God I think <laughs> the word may not be in the Bible but it's it's a definite biblical concept mm-hmm. and I'll say mm-hmm. naps are of God a, okay. br- a brief break yes they're of God <laughs> yes and um Even in our young non-Christian years when my husband was just a party animal and he would want to stay up all night and tell people, oh, you guys don't have to leave just whenever. I'm in the back room asleep somewhere. Taking a nap? Absolutely. (laughs) Or or I'm in the corner taking a nap. Mm -hmm. Or I'm like, I see y'all later. Appreciate Mm -hmm. y'all. Bye. Mm -hmm. You know, but I've always valued naps. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was the opposite. Still is the opposite. (laughs) So I I just know the value of doing what Jesus did and doing what he commands us to do Mm -hmm. to take care of these bodies. Mm -hmm. So my body is the type that I have to get sufficient rest. Okay. Or I am not going to be any good for anybody. I'm going to yeah. be agitated. I'm going to be sluggish. I'm going to be everything else because I know I did not get my sufficient physical rest. Gotcha. And the same thing in the physical realm as well. 
I can eat stuff that's going to make me sluggish, mm-hmm. that's going to weigh me down, mm-hmm. that's going to make me brain fog, mm-hmm. or I can say, nope, I can't eat that. You know, yeah. I would love to eat it. It smells wonderful. But I know if I eat that, I'm not going to be any good for the rest of the day for yeah. anybody. So yeah. I can't eat that. Yeah. And you just have to discipline yourself in, in each of those areas mm-hmm. and be mindful of the fact that, first of all, I'm a soldier. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to fight every day, some way, form yep. or fashion. Yep. And a soldier does not entangle himself with the things of this world. Yeah. I can't be eating at every buffet with everybody. I can't be standing <laughs> up to one plates. or two o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't do that mm-hmm. if I expect to win any battles. Yep. And That's so, good. yeah, and, and I know what I need. I learned the value as well, having a psychology background. I learned the value of walking in release mm-hmm. early on. Okay. I knew the implications of walking in unforgiveness and bitterness and mm-hmm. resentment and how these things are literally toxic mm. to your, to your body. Toxic. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. toxic. Okay. And so, um, again, I can't effectively minister to anybody if I myself is full of bitterness mm-hmm. and resentment, you know. Yeah. And, and so I, I know the importance of getting that stuff out of your system if you want the Holy Spirit to flow in you and through you, hmm. but people don't see that as self-care. They just say, okay, I'm going to take a weekend off, and I'm going to go to Orlando, and I'm just <laughs> going to have some me time. Mm-hmm. Well, in that me time, did you really examine your soul? Mm. Did you really do an introspection of your inner man? Wow. You may have, yeah, relaxed and slept most of the day. and Went just to the pool. And- yeah, <laughs> and did those natural things. That's great. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. You ate a little bit more than you were supposed to eat, you know, but <laughs> so it's been doing self-care, but you ate a buffet you could. <laughs> so, especially going on a cruise. How you going on self-care and you going on a cruise? <laughs> that, that's kind of an oxymoron, you know. So, oh. anyway, uh, just way too much temptation. Mm-hmm. But but you have to look at the whole man. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can be physically eating right and you're eating all the healthy stuff that you need to eat. But on the inside of you, I just talked to someone just recently who, um, matter of fact, they had a loved one that passed. And they were saying that because on the surface, they look like a very healthy person. Mm-hmm. And they and they were saying, no, they had a lot of resentment on the inside of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, they didn't care about that side of them. Mm-hmm. And that's equally as important. Absolutely. If not almost sometimes more, more important. important. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very easy to see the signs of, you know, the physical lack of proper physical care. You know, you mm-hmm. can, for most of us, can look in the mirror and say, okay, I know I need to cut back on these things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But how many of us can look in the mirror and say, you know what? You were just full of selfishness and pride and mm-hmm. arrogance, and you really need to deal with those things. Mm-hmm. Most of us won't see that, Mm-mm. even when we're the others try to point to it out to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and those are the very things, oftentimes, that uh, are crippling us in our walk with God and our growth, mm-hmm. our spiritual growth with Him, and in our effectiveness in our ministry. Yeah, I I think something that you said was really, really powerful um, around like unforgiveness and just it it not just it doesn't just wreak havoc on your, you know, your spirit and your countenance. Right. It physically wreaks havoc on you. And, um, you know, you can see it in, you know, people wear it on their on their face and their skin. And I mean, just like your general health. It weighs you down, and you, you're Medical carrying something. Medical science has mm-hmm. has will now affirm that unforgiveness can literally lead to diseases such as cancer. 
That's crazy. Tied to unforgiveness mm-hmm. or bitterness. Mm-hmm. It just eats away at you. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said that. He mm-hmm. said, unless you forgive that person, I will turn you over to the tormentors. Mm-hmm. And you will be tormented until you release them mm-hmm. and forgive them. Yeah. You know, and so what does that mean? You'll be tormented. You're going to be the mentally all messed up or physically you're going to be messed up. But mm-hmm. Jesus said, until you forgive, mm-hmm. you're going to be in this state or this condition. Yeah. And so that's just too critical to me to, to be walking around every day and looking all spiritual and I'm serving in ministry mm-hmm. and doing those things that are pleasing to the eyes of men. Mm-hmm. But God sees our heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says we have a heart condition yeah. that we're not dealing with. So Let him do heart vital. surgery. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes that takes, I think you, you talked a little bit about it a couple episodes ago, but acknowledging, okay, like where where you really are. Yeah. Like, like being honest with yourself. If everyone is always kind of giving you that same response, it's an invitation for you to, to do a self-assessment. A, a, a ride here. Something mm-hmm. might be amiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, but it's amazing how we can insist that well I have I forgiven them and then why do you just keep bringing it up mm-hmm. why did this happen 30 years ago and you're still talking about mm-hmm. what happened mm-hmm. I was talking to someone the other day and um, their mom's one of her mom's friends died or whatever and she said my mother has not released what happened when they were children mm. they were children it's painful and she's still holding on to what happened and what she said mm-hmm her mom's 80-something years old. Ooh, that's a long time and a lot to carry for mm-hmm. such a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it, I, I understand, you know, self-care and how we, you know, should be approaching it as believers. Um, when you think about wh- and why it's important, but when you think about, like, making it a part of your daily life or one's daily walk like how what are some ways that we can you know do that daily well it has to become a part of your lifestyle as a christian mm-hmm. um overall as a christian we know the bible tells us to study to show ourselves approved mm-hmm. of god work really not be ashamed but one who can write about the word of truth it tells us to search the scriptures because then, then we think we have eternal life and you mm-hmm. know and all this kind of stuff so we are commanded to spiritually take care of this spiritual man mm-hmm. there's just too many scriptures that tell us Read the word. Mm-hmm. And my word is life. Yep, it and, is. And my word is health. It is. You know, and so study my word. Yeah. And so um, that's that's a must, but how often do we do it? <laughs> you, you know? Not and, enough. <laughs> and then he tells us likewise that, no, you're not. Your body's a temple. Mm-hmm. Keep it pure and holy. Glorify me and your members, you know. Mm-hmm. Stain from doing this, 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 that. Mm-hmm. You know, he lists certain things. Don't do them. Mm-hmm. You know, flee fornication. It's mm-hmm. not good for you. You know, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we'll still want to do it. Mm-hmm. He tells us, don't be drunk with wine, you mm-hmm. know. But no, I don't think anything wrong with a little bit of wine. Mm-hmm. And you see saints on the YouTube and everywhere else drinking all a little bit of wine and their little <laughs> cigars and all that kind of stuff and mm. thinking that, wow, you know, that's not what it really means. You know, I'm trying to justify this <laughs> and that, you know, but the truth be told is you're abusing your body mm-hmm. and, and you're tarnishing your temple. And so there's just so many scriptures in each area mm-hmm. of our being mm-hmm. that commands us to take care of our bodies. Yep. That commands us to take a nap. Yeah. And the rest to of rest. It, cast all your cares upon me. Mm-hmm. I care about you. Yep. The world doesn't care about you. Your Facebook friends don't care about you. 
Jesus said, I care about you. So mm-hmm. take my yoke upon me. Learn of me. My yoke is easy. My burden's light. Mm-hmm. You can give all your troubles, all your disappointments, all your everything you've been through. Just give it to me. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you rest. And I found that to be just so true. Yeah. So true. I try to forgive people even before I find out they've offended me or people will walk up to me and say, like, I just want you to forgive me. I say, oh, baby, I do. I just forgive you and give me a hug, give me a hug. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what I'm, what I'm talking about. I, mm-hmm. I don't need to. I mm-hmm. don't want to. I mm-hmm. already forgive you. <laughs> yep. And it's I over mean with. it. Yeah. 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 I literally mean it. I just hate that you've been walking around feeling some kind of way when I don't even know what you're feeling some kind of way about. <laughs> right. You know? Right, right. But I like sleep too well. I, I, I do. <laughs> okay. And I was like, I'm not going to let a whole lot of stuff keep me keep away. Tossing and turning. Okay. If he said, you know, give it to him, release them, pray for them, bless mm-hmm. them, don't mm-hmm. curse them, then that's what I try to do. Mm-hmm. One of the things I had a, a a professor, she was telling a story and she was talking about how people were being offensive to her, and so she had to remember she was like. That wasn't about me. That was about them. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I'm not going to carry their stuff for them either. Yeah. She's like, you know, I, I let that go and keep it moving. And um, that always stuck with me. And as I got, you know, more and more in the word, I could kind of see illustrations, especially if, around forgiveness, yeah. around how important it is and why. And, and that helped frame it like, you know what? That ain't even about me. That's about them. So I'm going to let them. Figure that out. I'm going to keep on walking, keep on loving them. But, um, you know, that doesn't mean that I have to carry it for them. No, no. So, you know, you you take it and leave it. I think one of the things for me um, is around, um, you you mentioned it, but eating well, right? And so if you know you're going to walk away, you know, I don't eat a whole lot of pasta anymore because I just just feel like when when I eat it. But, you know, taking that wisdom of... Knowing when things aren't beneficial, beneficial, and I feel worse off at the end than I did at the beginning. Yeah. Like, and then you ask yourself, why? it's not worth it. Yeah, why? It's it's just it's not worth it. I would I wish someone would have told me about Ecclesiastes and working like while I was working um, early in my career mm-hmm. because when I discovered it, I was like, this is. Talking about the people I'm working with right now, and and then I was like, oh wait, this is how I'm supposed to treat them, right? It was it was it was really good, but um, those are the things I think when I when I think about self care. To your point, not just my my physical being, but you know my spiritual being and strengthening and laying some things before God and saying, okay, I I, I need you to help me with this because I I don't know what to do. Um, that's knowing that's even an option. If you're bound and you have a friend that's going through right now. Mm-hmm. She's, going through all kinds of stuff with her coworkers mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, and she wants somebody to dump on and just share with and get some encouragement and some prayer. Mm-hmm. But you yourself are bound. Mm-hmm. And now she's looking for that encouragement, that nourishment, all mm-hmm. those positive things. But you got so many negative vibes in you <laughs> and you mm-hmm. entangled in so many areas of your life. Mm-hmm. How's that going to benefit her? It's not. But we don't think about it. Mm-mm. You think about how it satisfies me. But you don't know what she did to me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what she did to me. That's hard sometimes for people. Like, it really is. When you choose to dwell on it, it is. Mm-hmm. But when you choose to let it go, literally when you choose, I, I remember a pastor 
telling me one time, I was shocked because he was a Pentecostal holist type pastor. Mm-hmm. And he said, if my wife ever cheated on me, that's it. I'm going to divorce her right away. It's over with. We are through. And I was like shocked. I was like, are you serious? He said, yes, I just don't know. We don't believe in that in our culture and yada, yada, yada. And mm-hmm. I'm, that's it. I said, so there's no room for forgiveness. There's no room for remorse for just, you don't know what she was caught up in or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, that's it. Mm. Just cut and blank. Mm. And I was like, you were in a sad state of mindset. Mm-hmm. Because if God treated us that way. Oh, Jesus. Didn't even want to hear it. Yep. I, don't know, I don't care why you did. You did it and that's it. I'm through with you. Mm-hmm. No, I'm divorcing you. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You're condemned to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. I was like, oh, no, that's not God. That's not mm-hmm. biblical at all. So I, I try to forgive people before they come to me asking forgiveness mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, if I may hear that they did something, said something about us, about the ministry. I said, oh, okay, no problem. God is good. <laughs> Paul says, by all means, people talking God about you good. all kinds of ways, you know, for, at least the gospel's getting out there. At least it's getting, you know, been <laughs> heard. So praise God. We're getting free marketing, you know. <laughs> and and me. It. Literally, I will I mean know. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't have time to be stressed. I just, again, I know the debilitating effects of stress on your body. Mm-hmm. And as I age, I see it more and more. Okay. So I'm like, uh-uh. Okay. So over that. Yeah, in your joints. and I mean, just, uh, It affects everything. Everything. Your heart, your skin, your yes. everything else. And so I'm like, mm-mm. Okay. Gotta okay. let that go. Okay. So as, as okay, so as. Folks are listening to, you know, this podcast, right? And they're, maybe they've ascribed to the, okay, I'm going to go on a cruise for self-care or I'm going to, you know, have a girl's night or a guy's night for self-care. What are some things that you would suggest maybe they either start to incorporate or consider or a different approach for them to take to really engaging in self-care? I'm not sure what guys do. I know they like to get together and watch football games and all that kind of stuff, but I don't <laughs> see the therapeutic value in that. But perhaps there is some of them. That's why they do it. Okay. But And girls like to have the girls night out and mm-hmm. giggle and laugh and do their face and do their nails and mm-hmm. do all that wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I personally can only tolerate so much of that. Okay. Because <laughs> you know, yep. I'm like, yep. I'm about sick of y'all now. Yeah, can y'all go home? <laughs> you know, I'm All not right. spending the whole Thanks weekend with out. you. You know, we, we can hang for one night, but I'm not going to spend the whole weekend with you. You're full of drama. You're mm-hmm. full of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you need to get in a corner with God <laughs> and do your self-care. Because I'm here to de-stress. Right. You, you know stress I me. Mean? You try to stress yeah, me out. Yeah, you stress me out. Right. Okay. Okay. So, I so I, I, I feel like self-care, a lot of it is individual. Again, it's allowing God to really do that examination in you mm-hmm. and really looking introspectively yep. to say, okay, God, you know what, how I'm weak in each one of these areas. Yeah. Because we can think we're okay in mm-hmm. each of them. Mm-hmm. He said, no, you're not. We're, yeah, we're wired sometimes, I think, to think, oh, everything's okay. Uh-huh. And then it's, no, no, no not. not for real. No, we're near okay. Okay. You know, and, and in those times, you literally have to get in that quiet space time with him to mm-hmm. hear him say that. Because your own friends will say, oh, girl, you fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't know. Oh, I do that too, so I don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't make it right. Mm-hmm. So your friends are there to affirm you, and that's what they're going to do a lot of times to your demise because mm-hmm. they're, like, not really being honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that it, it starts with 
you get along with God. It's okay to be with a group for, for a mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. but if you really want to care for yourself, Jesus said, cast all your cares upon me. Yeah. I, I care, care for, for you. you. Yeah. Yeah. I really do care for you. Your friends will say they do, and they may mean well, mm-hmm. but there's some things they can't do for you. Yeah. And so we have to allow him to really become our caregiver. That's good. For those, I'll say, um, a little bit more seasoned saints or folks who you know are a little bit more mature in their walk who have friends maybe who do ascribe to you know those uh, I'll say worldly versions of self care, or mm-hmm. you know, what are some things that they can do to encourage or to, um, you know, be honest with their friends about you know how to how to walk how to walk upright? Yeah, I, I think we have to be very careful um, and honest when counseling people about certain self care methods that are out there that I just don't don't think are of God. Okay, and because we can open our spirits up and our minds up. To new ways of it. thinking, yes, and new thoughts, and 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 these things are, are not of God, mm-hmm. and so we're supposed to set our t- affection and our attention, and our thoughts on things that are above, and not on things on this earth. And and any time when somebody says, "Just let it go," just just let your mind just open up and just flow. Well, you're opening your mind up to all kinds of impressions, mm-hmm. demonic depression, mm-hmm. impressions, mm-hmm. and and everything else. And if you don't know enough of the Word of God to cast certain thoughts down mm-hmm. and certain images down, yeah. then you're just thinking, "Oh, I just got so caught up, and I was in the third heaven, and oh, God spoke to me, and God told me He was going to be my husband." Did He really? <laughs> But it was, think, it was that God. <laughs> yeah, which God told you that. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, but, but you right. have opened yourself up because you were in this transcendental meditative state of just heavenly bliss and just me and God, we just got caught up. And many times that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. I, I've interviewed a lot of people and they'll say, I like this place. It's something about the karma. And when I walked into the restaurant, I was like, hmm, I can get into this, you know, because the Zen is kind of like, really, you know, I can feel it. I said, okay, what do you feel? I mean, you know, I just feel like, you know, my spirit is in communion with what y'all are doing. What are we doing? They clueless don't know God at all. Right. But they they feel the karma that's coming from the place. Right. And after I try to explain to them that. Sweetie, name but one way. Yeah, yeah. the way that might seem right and good and feel good to Mm. you, but except it's the spirit of God, Mm -hmm. you're being misled. Yeah, and they don't want to accept that because they just like the karma. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's it's kind of like this undercurrent of like remixing Christianity, right? It's like um, that you talked about meditation, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, my exposure to meditation was like kind of that yoga meditation. Mm-hmm. But when I went back and um, really when I was learning to pray, I learned the, the difference between the world's version of meditation and the biblical version of meditation, yeah. like taking the time to really listen for God. Like, you know, after you pray, just taking yeah. a moment and being still and allowing God to, you know, talk to you. Um, and so, but, but now you see a little bit of, it's, it's, a, it's, it's mixing. It's, it, you, you get a crystal here and, yeah. a, and a zen there. And this and is the my lucky way. crystal. Yes. 
this this is my protective crystal or this is my, you know, the necklace that's, you know, the, yeah. I, the, I feel protected when I wear this necklace. And so it's like, no, no, no. All you need is Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's the only protection mm-hmm. you need. And it, mm-hmm. and I, I promise you'll be all right, right? Yeah. Um, but I think as believers, we've got to be vigilant, to your point earlier, I think vigilant in hearing some of those things. Be educated on what they are but um, or aware, but be vigilant about, you know, casting them down and correcting people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially when they profess to be believers. Absolutely. Those trinkets them. carry spirits with them, not just the trinkets, but certain statues and little idols mm-hmm. and things, little gifts that people may give mm-hmm. you. I mean, you need to pray over them. I had a friend who went um, and she traveled to this country. I'm not going to say the country, but she's traveled to this country. And so she came back and she was like, yeah, I was not anointed to be in that country. She said she had bought like a couple of, you know, gifts mm-hmm. and she had to get rid of them. She just, it just, yeah. it disturbed her spirit. Like she said, she was like, uh-uh, I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I I should have prayed about that before I went. Yeah. Um. And that was for me the one thing I learned. I was like, all right, note to self: make sure that I'm praying before I just go into places Absolutely. and bring um, all these and trinkets and back. Bring all these things mm-hmm. back into your home, yep. and you set them up all over, yep. and then you're wondering yep. why you get in a mood, now. and I can't yeah. get, I can't sleep, and you know, I got an attitude about certain things. Some. Some of those things we are into, mm-hmm. you know, we're engaging and yep. we're bringing into our space yep. and into our yep. home. We've been offered a lot of books for people to read for people. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you to read the book and, you know, kind of endorse it for me or if you can read it. And I can read maybe the first chapter and I say, mm, nope, not interested. <laughs> They've got an attitude. Some of them have left the church, Mm -hmm, you know, and mm -hmm, all this kind of mm -hmm, stuff. And mm -hmm. one lady came back about 10 years later and repented because she got very angry. She was active in ministry, serving in ministry. Mm -hmm. And she wrote a book. And the first three chapters was just, it was full of vulgarity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, it was a carnal, worldly book. Mm -hmm. And I told her I could not finish reading it because I did not put that type of stuff in my spirit. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. um, So she took offense. And she left the church. Mm -hmm. And so she came back to the church to repent to me Mm. about 10 years later, Mm -hmm. saying that she was so sorry because she didn't understand exactly where I was coming from. She thought it was a great book. And particularly since she didn't graduate high school and she had made this great accomplishment. It was a very well-written book. Mm -hmm. But it had content. uh, Yeah. Was something. Sexual content yeah. that yeah. was very descriptive and mm-hmm. things of this nature, mm-hmm. and um, and she told me that she felt like she really had, she had gone through a lot. It lost her sister, lost her mom, and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and she felt like God wanted her to get it right with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad she did because mm-hmm. she was very offended and yeah. walking around in bitterness and everything else. And you, you because would, I honestly just said, "I'm yeah. sorry, I cannot endorse your book." Yeah, I, uh, I think boundaries as believers would be a, a great conversation to have because I, I don't think we do that well sometimes nope. but to your point um we've got to be vigilant about what we allow in our space and, mm-hmm. and what we entertain and you know the bible talks about you know guarding our gates you know our ear gates yeah. our eye gates and yeah. so um those they are very important because they introduce things that sometimes you to shake it you you got to do a whole whole lot more to get rid of it than you did to get it. So why should I put that in my? It's like eating, like you said, if you eat pasta and you know pasta's not good for you, mm-hmm. and then I just sit there and gorge on it and eat it, and then later on I'm like, ugh, I'm feeling the repercussions of this. I knew I shouldn't have eaten it. Mm-hmm. Now it's gonna take me 
10 pounds and get it off, you know, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Gotta go work out for three yeah, hours. Miserable, <laughs> yeah. You know, and so why should I keep putting something in my spirit that I know is not good for yeah. me? Yeah. So I was like, no. So there's been several people that we just said, oh, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't finish reading the book. I yeah. just, yeah. You know, Guard yeah. your heart. Guard mm-hmm. your Gates. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Yeah. So self care is critical. Okay. All the way around. You know, each part of our being, mm-hmm. uh, out of our heart flows the issues that pertain to life. Everything that deals with life comes from your heart. Yeah. So we need to make sure we guard what goes into it and what we hold on to in it yeah. and what we try to hide in it and, <laughs> you know, put over here in the corner somewhere. And mm-hmm. that's, no, you know, in your heart of hearts, you're not right. Mm-hmm. And so um, each one of these areas, we have to really, really. Do due diligence in trying to keep our bodies physically, spiritually, and emotionally healthy. Yep. I like that. Well, listen, that's our time today. That's it. Yay. (laughs) Well, listen, we have sounded the alarm. We talked about self-care and how important it is. Um, We pray that something was said that blessed you and moves you to action. That is is our our true, true call. And um, we want you to like and share this podcast with a friend or a loved one. Um, We are definitely on all the platforms. So, like I said, I'm really excited about that. Uh, But if you'd like more info on Code Red, check us out at tphim.org or email us at info at tphim.org. Until the next episode. Bye. Take a nap. (laughs) Take a nap. See you later.